The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Your Safe Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything. And on today's show, we are doing something a little bit different. We are doing 30 lessons before I turn 30. Now, this is part one of two, and I guess it's probably a little bit of a carry on from the aging or getting older episode that I did. And can I just say thank you so much for the beautiful feedback on that. I have received so many DMs and messages about it probably more than I think I've ever received. I've gotten heaps about the mental health episode, heaps about the body image episode, and now heaps about that one. And I really love that you guys loved it. I loved recording it. And so I wanted to do this. I think obviously a part of it is a bit like cathartic for me. And these are just the things and lessons that I think I've learned or are important. And obviously in spirit of me turning 30, 30 things, it just makes sense. I promise also next year, I won't make such a big deal out of it. It is just the big 3-0 this year and I'm also an Aries, guys, so I feel like it's just on brand. But before we get into the show, I want to know, how are you? How has your week been? What's been going on in your world? I hope you're having a lovely weekend. We had a, well, we came off the back of a long weekend this week here in Victoria. I know not everyone had a long weekend, but my parents went away for the weekend. I also went to fashion week and I had quite a nice long weekend. And I hope that if you were in Victoria like me, you had a good long weekend. I know some of you worked, not all of us got the day off. I didn't really have the day off. I ended up having a photo shoot, which I'll talk about in a second. And I recorded a YouTube video as well. But if you had to work, I hope that you got that bag. And if you didn't have a day off, don't worry, the weekend is upon us. So hopefully your next day off is just around the corner. But as always, let's get into this week's struggle, gratitude and highlight. As always, I will give you mine, I want you to think of yours, and then I want you to come into the Facebook group and share them with us there. Each Monday, I will put up a post where I ask you guys to write down yours. I love reading them. This week, I did put it up on Tuesday because, as I said, I was trying to take the day off on Monday, but I'm going to start with my struggle. I think I'll do the struggle first every week from here on out. And so my struggle, guys, is I am feeling very, very tired, very lethargic, very exhausted. No matter how much sleep I seem to get, no matter how much rest I seem to get, I will say I probably haven't rested as much as I could have. My calendar's a bit chaotic at the moment, but I definitely need to go get a blood test. And I was meant to go get one on the weekend. However, I had not drunk enough water. And the last time I got a blood test and didn't drink enough water, it hurt so incredibly much. And I think that's because that has something to do with like your arteries and the blood and whatnot being too thick. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to get a blood test and it's just a reminder and I guess a shout out to anyone else who's not feeling good right now. Go and get a blood test or go and chat to your doctor. If you are not feeling well, take some time to rest, practice some self-care and I guess I'm taking my own advice at the same time. Adele, take your own advice. I will. All right. Now we're going to go into my highlights. I actually have two highlights and yes, I have two because... I make the rules here. And my first highlight is that I had a photo shoot on Monday this week. Now, I did do a birthday photo shoot. And yes, I just told you guys, I'm dragging the shit out of this birthday. I'm an Aries. 
it makes sense. I actually did the photo shoot with Close Up Co. They were the same people who did the photo shoot for Little Franklin and I at Christmas time. Do you remember those photos? Those photos have a place in my heart forever. And so I wanted to, I guess, celebrate my birthday. And I'm not having a huge party or a huge celebration like that. That's just not my style. However, I still wanted to do something like this where I could have the memories. And so Laura and Jotham, they are the owners of Close Up Co. They worked on their public holiday uh, yesterday because it's Tuesday while I'm recording this to help me with the shoot. So very grateful. That's my highlight. I'm also very grateful to them. And we also at the shoot shot some content for the podcast. I've got some new headshots, which I can't wait to show you. And then we shot some of my branded content as well. And it was just for a campaign that I'm coming up. So I'll share that with you guys too. And we actually rented out a studio here in the Docklands. It was at the Cotton Mills. I had never heard of it until yesterday, but it was such a beautiful space. They had floor to ceiling windows. Everything was quite aesthetic. It was like a little kitchen, lots of furniture, lots of props that you could use. And I know this is very niche, but if you are a content creator and you're in Melbourne and you want to hire out a space to take your photos or take your content, I highly recommend that one. The light in there is just ah, such a huge vibe and I can't wait for you guys to see everything that we did. And then my second highlight is I went to Moomba on the weekend. We had obviously Moomba, I think it was on from like the 9th to the 13th, obviously over the Labor Day weekend. And I went on Friday night. I had the best company. I had the best time. Moomba actually has like such a special place in my heart because we would always go when we were kids. My mum and dad would always take us and it was just such a nice time. And so I was really grateful. It was also a date, guys. And it was the best date I think I've had this year. So very, very happy there. My gratitude goes out to my best friend, Suze. So I saw her on Saturday. I also don't know if she listens to the podcast. Hi, Suze, if you're listening. If you're not, that's fine. But I saw her on Saturday. We just went for a walk together. I had kind of felt like I neglected my friendships a little bit in February, if I'm totally honest, and keeping myself accountable. But yeah, I just wanted to try to make some more time for her, some time for all my friends really. And so we did that and it was so nice. And it's just a little reminder to anyone else out there, make time to see your friends. They can fill your cup up. You don't have to go and spend money as well. I know that times are tough at the moment. You can just go for a walk, go sit in the park. It doesn't have to be anything too extravagant. And yeah, you can still get in some quality time with the people that you love. Now let's get into the show. Today's show will basically run like this. I'm sharing part one of 30 things or lessons I learned before I turned 30. We're going to do 15 in this episode and in the next episode we'll do another 15 and then I'll share some of the lessons that you guys sent through as well. The other disclaimer is I'm not sharing this because I think I know everything, guys. I don't know everything. These are just some of the things that have stood out to me and that I guess I want to share with you in case maybe they're not lessons that you know about and maybe you can get something from it. Obviously, I know I'm only 30 as well. Imagine the lessons when I'm 40. Imagine the lessons when I'm 50 or 60. I'm not there yet though. So this is just in relation to my life experience. Let's get right into it. Straight off the bat, lesson number one is being single is not the worst thing in the world. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'll say it every time. It is far better to be by yourself than in the wrong relationship. And being single for me, as someone who has spent probably equal parts in relationships in my 20s and out of relationships in my 20s, I've realized that being single allows me so much freedom and allows me 
to do so much when it comes to decision making, following my passions, following my dreams, moving into state if I fucking want to, making choices, following whatever visions I have. It also has given the chance for other relationships in my life to take priority and for me to experience other types of love not just romantic love, platonic love with my friends, my family. And ultimately, it has given me the chance to grow as a person and learn so much about myself, learn about my needs, my wants, my desires, and become comfortable with that feeling. Lesson number two is don't be scared to go to therapy. (laughs) And these are not in order of importance. They were just in order of while I was brainstorming, it came to me in this order. Okay, all of them are equally important. But my only regret with therapy is not going sooner. I don't really have many regrets in life, but I can hand on heart say that I regret not going sooner. I waited until I was 27 to get that help. I waited until I had to hit rock bottom to get that help. I was very scared to get that help. I was very scared to look in the mirror or to sit down and look at someone and open up all of the stuff that I had been trying to suppress or trying to ignore. And I guess I wanted to put this in because I think it's so fine to get help and I'll keep talking about it so that we can keep normalizing it. Obviously, go back and listen to, I think it's episode 10 where we talk about that in a little bit more detail, but whatever you are struggling with, it's okay. It's okay to get help. It doesn't mean that you are weak if you need help. It doesn't mean that you are weak if you need to go to therapy. It doesn't mean that you are weak if you need medication to survive. We are all out here just living trying to get through life. And sometimes we need a helping hand and there is nothing wrong with that. Lesson number three is every day is a special occasion. And I've had a few wake up calls in my twenties where things have happened and I've just been like shook to my core (laughs) that time here is limited. We're not going to live forever. And I would say I've noticed it more in my late twenties, but every time I've lost someone, I've just realized like, fuck, Every day shouldn't be taken for granted and I'm not going to save things for a rainy day or a special occasion. Burn the nice candle now. Use your nice bed sheets now. Wear your favourite makeup. Wear your favourite perfume daily. Wear or use or enjoy the things that you want to enjoy now. Stop saving it for a rainy day and I know that for some of us it can be ingrained in us from... I guess our parents or our grandparents, and I'll give you an example. My grandparents, bless them, on my dad's side, they had like a full-on second lounge room that no one could sit in or touch or use, which just blows my mind now that I think about it as an adult. I was always scared to go in there as a kid. And I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house because I would stay there quite a bit on school holidays. But It was just never used or it was saved for like when important guests came over. And I think that kind of would trickle down to my parents, which trickled down to me. But it's like, no, we shouldn't be saving things for a rainy day or for another special occasion. We're living now. We're living today. Do those things now and watch how much better your life will feel for it. Lesson number four. This one makes me a little bit sad, but love is worth the heartbreak. (laughs) And if you are fresh out of a breakup, you're going to be like, Adele, shut the fuck up. It is not worth the heartbreak. And I know, trust me, I know. I have been through many heartbreaks in my life. I have been through some very harsh heartbreaks in my life. And while you are in that state, 
obviously this isn't going to make sense to you, but I think now that I'm healed and now that I'm out of it, and now that I can see that I have been in love before, I have been in a healthy relationship. And I think if you are in a healthy relationship or you're currently in love, you would understand what I'm saying. But to love someone and to be vulnerable with somebody, yes, is a risk. I know it's a risk of putting yourself out there, but it is worth it for the love that you get to feel. And I know it's scary giving someone the chance to hurt you. I know it's scary giving them a chance to break your heart into fucking smithereens and basically gut you like from the inside out, but it is worth it every time. And I know that I've joked in the past and said that I don't have another heartbreak in me, but I don't think I mean that. I think I would rather risk it and get hurt again than not experience it at all because love sure isn't everything and there are other types of love in your life. It is still beautiful to experience that romantic love and I would like to hopefully experience it again in my lifetime. Every other time I've also looked back on my heartbreak, I saw that it hurt me so badly because I had something so deep and meaningful. And as I said, I think it's worth it every time. Lesson number five is to look after future you. And I'm talking about money when I talk about this. I'm talking about investing. I'm talking about super. I'm talking about looking after future you financially. I'm not sitting here telling you to not buy avocado on toast. I'm not sitting here saying, go and buy a house tomorrow. I'm sitting here as someone who for most of my 20s was in quite a bit of debt. And I didn't have anyone telling me to sort my money out. I didn't have anyone telling me to just start learning how to do better in that department. And I think living paycheck to paycheck, living in that debt, spending money on random shit, partying, stuff I don't even fucking remember and turning it around. I guess my advice is, or my tip is, it's not too late. It doesn't matter where you are right now. You can change your circumstance. You can change the situation you are in. You can even start as small as just starting to learn about money, starting to learn about how your super will impact you in the future. It's never too late to start taking that step in the right direction. And on the other hand, I'm not saying become like a tight ass and don't spend your money on anything. No, balance, balance in everything that I say. I want you to still enjoy life, but I want you to still make sure that you're looking after future you as well. Lesson number six, don't wait for them to change or wait for them to make up their mind about you. I found myself in this situation one too many times in my 20s and it took me a while to learn it, but I finally did. Know your worth, know your value and know what you bring to the table. Stop putting people on a pedestal stop looking at them through rose-coloured glasses and start looking at what you truly deserve. I promise that you deserve more. I promise that you are worth more and I don't want you to forget it. I don't ever want you to waste your time trying to convince someone of your value because that is a waste of it. And on this, the person that came to mind while I was saying this stuff to you, they're the person I'm talking about when I say them. Lesson number seven is look after your teeth. I know this is random, but guys, trust me, I've had a lot of teeth issues. Your teeth are with you forever. You only get one set. I'm trying to take these to the grave, okay? <laughs> it means going to the dentist. It means getting cleans. It means if you have a toothache, not ignoring it for years and years or not going because you're scared. And look, I know that dentists are expensive. 
I know that they're fucking expensive as well, but I have a little bit of a life hack. I literally have a bank account in my phone that says dentist that I put money in there every time I get paid. So when I do go to the dentist, I can pay for it and I don't have to sacrifice looking after my teeth. And there's one other note on this. It's about smoking. I don't smoke. I'm not a smoker and I'm not a vapor. I don't know if you are. I know this is very specific, but I come from a family of smokers and sorry to my entire family who I'm calling out, mum, dad, Carla, all three of them smoke. It is terrible for your teeth. And I have seen the impacts that smoking has on your teeth long-term. And I mean, smoking's not great for a multitude of reasons, but look after your teeth, guys, seriously. Lesson number eight is you are the company you keep, so choose wisely. And I didn't fully appreciate this until I was out of some friendship circles. And I look back in my 20s and I definitely hung around with certain types of people or certain groups. And I know it's hard navigating life in your 20s. I know it's so hard navigating friendships. A lot of us, well, for all of us, we hit 18, we go into adulthood and that's the first time that we're not really guided by our parents anymore. We're not really guided by our teachers. We're figuring it out for ourselves, and it's confusing. There's a lot of change. You want to fit in. You want to belong to friendship groups. I've had many different errors in my 20s. And there's also that quote or that saying that is like, you're like the five people you spend the most time with. That's not a lie. When you surround yourself with people, when you spend time with people, when you are exposed to their values, their ideas, their behaviors, their actions, you start to inherit that. You start to pick up their habits. You start to have the same like interaction that they're having and vice versa. So pick wisely and surround yourself with good quality people. I know it can be hard to figure that out, but there are expanders out there. There are people who may have a better mindset than the next that are dreamers, that are doers, that are thinkers, that are believers. People who see the greatness in themselves, the greatness in you and the greatness in their world, because that will translate to you as well. Lesson number nine, don't do drugs. And it's kind of related to the smoking situation. I'm going to talk about alcohol as well. And I know I'd come on here and I say, I'm never going to tell you to do anything. I think this is the fucking exception to the rule, guys. Again, this topic was not discussed when I was a kid or when I was a teen or when I was in my early 20s. The only kind of information we ever got about it was at school. It was like, don't do drugs or you'll die. There wasn't really that education element behind it. And I wish it was discussed more. I understand the curiosity. I understand the peer pressure. I understand the wanting to fit in. I understand the just wanting to try it one time. But it is not worth it. The risk or the impact that it can have on you is so great. There is the risk of addiction, which can forever alter the rest of your life. There is the impact it can have on your mental health. And not to mention depending on what type of drugs it is, you can also risk your life. This also goes for alcohol. Alcohol is the only drug that people question you for not using. It destroys lives as well, and it's marketed as a fucking celebration, and it shouldn't. I feel like this issue is a deep-seated one in our culture here in Australia, and I'm not going to solve it on the podcast today. But I also understand that alcohol and drugs is a coping mechanism for people. And sometimes people choose that so that they don't have to feel the things that they don't want to feel. 
and because that can be easier than feeling the things. And I guess that's why I'm so passionate about showing you better healthy coping techniques or better choices to make in those circumstances than playing with fire or risking your life or making choices that put us in harm's way. Lesson number 10, you won't be for everybody and that's okay. Let people dislike you. Let them. You shouldn't want to be liked by everybody. You don't like everybody. Why do you want everybody to like you? If we lived our lives making sure that everybody liked us, we would be fucking miserable. We would be sacrificing ourselves, all the things that make us unique, all the things that make us great, all the things that set us apart and is a very slippery slope to becoming a people pleaser. Now, I'm not saying be rude or be disrespectful or be inconsiderate. I'm saying be assertive and be okay with being you and be comfortable with not being liked by everyone. I get to play this game day in, day out because of my job and it keeps me so grounded and it keeps me so humbled. Obviously, it's a larger scale because I have hundreds of thousands of people watching my stuff each day, but it's the truth. The world is filled with people who no matter what you do, will not like you. And on the other hand, there are people who will love you so fiercely and who will adore the shit out of you. They are your people. You are not for everybody and that's okay. Go where you are wanted. Lesson number 11, how you do anything is how you do everything. And this is one of my favorite sayings and ways that I try to live my life because it really is about our behavior and our attitude towards the mundane things. What it means is that we essentially carry our attitude and our beliefs into every single action that we take in life. And I'll give you some examples. Someone who is accountable in one area of their life is usually accountable in others. Someone who has a strong work ethic at work usually has that same strong work ethic in other areas of their life. Just like somebody who is telling big lies also probably started by telling smaller lies at the start. It is your approach to mundane things and one of the mindset hacks that I like to use when I'm trying to achieve my goals. So whether it's making my bed or applying for a job or showing up as a friend, I make sure that I'm always doing it with my best effort. Lesson number 12 is invest in a vibrator. Sorry, Derek, a vibrator is never going to break up with you. And there are so many benefits to using one alone or with your partner. Well, yes, this lesson is about sex toys. I'm really just wanting the lesson to be about you getting comfortable with yourself, getting comfortable with your sexuality. Get to know yourself and know that other great things come from that, including a better sex life, including better sleep, including better pleasure, including less stress, just to name a few. Lesson 13. Invest in good shoes and bedding. And you're probably thinking, Adele, what the fuck? I never fully appreciated how much time we spend on our feet or in our bed. We spend probably more time in shoes or sleeping than any other time. I guess there's also work as well. But don't skimp on comfort. Wear the cute PJs. Buy the cute PJs. Invest in nice sheets. Buy a quality mattress. Invest in quality shoes. Invest in good pillows. Your cost per wear of these items will come down significantly because you will get so much use out of them. Lesson number 14 is expect the unexpected and make peace with it. Life is full of hardships. That's one guarantee that I can give to you. There are going to be challenges. There is going to be change. There is going to be unpredictable shit that comes at us. 
One really big example that I can think of is COVID. Who thought that we would go through that? Who thought that we would literally live through a historic pandemic? I didn't. And no one really could have prepared for that. But that's just one example. And there are plenty more out there. Life is unpredictable. I'm not saying prepare for the worst. No, what I'm saying is expect the unexpected because it allows you to weather the storms that life will throw at you a little bit better. This also goes for knowing that you will make it through it when the unexpected happens. Just like you made it through the last time, just like you made it through when you were resilient, knowing that there will be uncomfortable emotions and knowing that there will be hard times, but knowing that you'll be okay at the end of it, just like you did every other time. And then lesson number 15 is gratitude is the attitude. And guys, gratitude is scientifically proven. I couldn't do these lessons without putting this in there. It's so important. And it's also free. It's something that you can practice right here, right now. And it's something that we can all do. It's focusing less on what we don't have and more on what we do have. Life can change in a blink of an eye. And I spoke about that a little bit earlier where I said, you know, I've had a few wake-up calls in my life, but it's important that we don't take things or people for granted because you never know when things might change. And that brings us to the end of part one. Part two is coming next, guys. I will wrap the show here. Thank you so much for joining me. If you aren't already, please join our Facebook group. It is your safe space podcast community. Follow our Instagram, your safe space pod. If you like this episode, tell someone about it. Leave me a review on Apple or a rating on Spotify. Share it to your story and tag us. I love seeing where you guys listen. And I hope that you have the best week and something amazing happens to you. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.